Bush and Ritchie here with another daily takeaway for you. Good to have you on board. Uh, we're doing a little experiment this week. Uh, each week we are taking your suggestions as to what song from the 90s you would like Richie and I to perform for you a cappella at the start of the podcast. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk, a 24-hour email inbox that you can just drop into like Gethin has. Hey Bush and Richie, first of all, love the show. Thank and you. due to my work times, I always catch up with the podcast the morning after. A morning after pill, if you will. Thanks. I think that's a compliment. Uh, reckon you boys can do a wicked rendition of I'm Blue Dabadi by Eiffel 65. Wow. Maybe bring some luck to Everton and ensure they stay up. Unfortunately, Richie, I am a United fan and would relish you playing alongside us in Europe's Championship Equivalent League. Thanks, guys. Amazing show. First, first of all, uh, Eiffel 65, I'm Blue, is actually played at Goodison Park. Is it really? When you go up to a home game. So uh, I've heard this many a time. It's not one of my favourite songs, <laughs> but I'm willing to give it a go. 90s dance was the brief. It was indeed. OK, uh, let's give us a count in. Uh, OK. I'm blue, da 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 Richie's Daily Takeaway. Uh, you remember on yesterday's show, uh, I was bringing in tomato soup for lunch. Mm. Absolutely love tomato soup. I was talking about it a lot yesterday. I brought in another tin today. It's You're amazing. I can't get enough tomato soup. I know, you know, isn't there a thing, isn't there, with like uh, like tuna and that? You're not supposed to eat too many like tin fish on the trot because it it'd be bad for you. Have you seen that programme, The Terror? Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. they all go mad on their boats? Yeah, They've been eating tins. So. Something like that. You don't get that with tomato soup. You can have as much as you like, I think. And I genuinely believe this to be the case, that tomato soup is the best thing available in a can <laughs> in 2022. I can't think of anything better in a can. <laughs> and, I mean, there's think about all the different things you can have in a can, whether it's eating stuff or, or not eating, commonly known as edible and inedible. I think, I think tomato is up there. So, um, first hour of the show tonight, it's a hot day. Let's just let's throw the windows open and just get free and easy. Can Wars, what, in your opinion, is the best thing available in the can. Like I say, it can be edible or inedible. Back in the day, and I swear this came in a can, but I wouldn't know where to pick it up right now, but I swear back in the day, you could get like a jam roly-poly that right. was inside a can, but what you would do is you would uh, get your can opener, your tin opener, you would take off one end of it, and then you'd heat it up, and then once it had been heated for a certain amount of time, you'd lift it off and you'd have your moist sponge and suddenly the hot jam just cascading down like a volcano. So what, in it, but this is in an actual tin? Can. All in a tin. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it's just on the supermarket shelves, wasn't refrigerated, you'd heat it up. I swear it was in a can, but I can't prove it. So you don't know what the name of this product was? It sounds like something you might have between the wars. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit like that. Boil it. Sticky, uh, sticky toffee pudding was also uh, in that same kind of range but I preferred the jam roly-poly. In the world of can wars I think we'll give extra credits as well to anything that's got like an escape room vibe to it like for example if you've got key, an Allen key on yeah. some bit of corned beef, you can't just go and eat it, nope. you have to break it out of there first, <laughs> which I kind of respect so, genuine question 
I, starting the show this evening, of all the things in the world that you can get in a can, what is the best in the world? Nate says, with sincere apologies for my poshest ever tweet, our town has a French market once a year and they have the best cassoulet au canard, duck and beans, basically. <laughs> Cost a ridiculous amount. It's naughty but nice. That sounds nice in a can. So many suggestions coming in and a lot of them that I know, but this has jumped out because I had to Google it. I don't know what this is. It says, Surströming uh, is the best thing in the world. It's 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 got like one of those umlauts over the uh, the O. Oh, I yeah. So I've googled it. It's it's sour fermented Baltic Sea herring. Is that like a roll mop herring? In a tin with uh, with what looks like jellied brine. Oh my! Do you know what though? I went. I, we went on a family holiday to Hamburg. See, we've got cousins in Hamburg, and we had roll mop herring over there. It was amazing. I don't know if it was in a tin or not, but. It was, it was next level. I don't think it's for me. There's a lot of people suggesting chicken in a can. We've seen the photos of this thing on Twitter. Grim. Stop it or we will not have our tea this evening. So many amazing things coming into the show. Irv says, uh, a lot of people are sending love to um, uh, Branston baked beans, not necessarily yeah, Heinz. Yep. Although apparently you can't stack the cans. I the did not thing. know that. Why, why would you make the can if you can't stack it? I don't feel like I've ever been down a supermarket aisle and seen Branston just tumbling, uh, tumbling all over the floor. I'm, de- I'm denying that. This is, do you know how he has it? He says, I love beans, even cold straight out of the tin with a nice latte and a splash of Tabasco. Whoa. That man's a heretic. Uh, I was trying to put forward the jam roly-poly, trying to describe it. Didn't think it was around anymore, but loved it. A lot of people uh, agreeing and clarifying. Lauren says, Heinz sponge puddings. That's what they were. They were mm. delicious. Unfortunately, you can't seem to find them in tins anymore. I would pay a fortune for one. I've seen a couple of them online. Looks like someone you might have in Fallout, the video game. <laughs> uh, someone else suggested cheeseburger in a tin. Uh, Vaughnie's gone for condensed milk. All right, Vaughnie, what's the weather like in 1923? <laughs> and we've got Sarah on the line. Best thing in a can, Sarah? Gin in a tin. <laughs> <laughs> gin in a tin. Tell us the format then when you have your gin in a tin then. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a very good travel companion. Trains, cars... You know, when you're going off somewhere nice and you want to have a quick, swift one? Yeah. Just open up a gin in a tin. I'm going to have to back you up on that one. I think, I mean, there are many other supermarkets, but those, when you're at a train station, big mainline train station, and you see an M&S Simply Food. <laughs> yes. And all their little cocktails in the, I call them train liveners. It's a little train livener, and the best thing is, because it's clear see-through liquid, it looks like holy water, so you can carry it wherever you want. Yes. Indeed, indeed. It's, it's, it's a game changer. It really is. Cheers, Sarah. Take care. You're most welcome. Stu in Rochdale is about to blow this open with this text. Uh, says, chaps, everyone is mentioning foodstuffs that come in tins. But my vote for the best thing that you can get in a can is WD-40. I bet yeah. just about everyone has a can in their garage or their car. So many creaking doors I've solved instantly with a can of WD-40. Yeah. I tell you what also is a good one is the, uh, you get them in offices, those cans with like a long, thin tube on them. You can just clean the bits down the side of keys on a keyboard. Yes. A little spray of air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple yeah, as that. Yeah. Uh, Andrew says, he sent us a photo of a thing, I don't know whether this is a hoax or not, uh, but it says, it's a little tin that says instant underpants. <laughs> Uh, for $6, just add water for one pair, made by a company in Seattle called Archie McPhee. And they're, like I say, Seattle-based company that make novelty items. I'm not sure I'd want to wear underpants <laughs> that needed water to be activated. Not be good, would it? Yeah. Uh, we've got Nick and Co in the van listening to Absolute Radio. Uh, you've got a can-based food suggestion for us, is that right? Well, we're, we're going to go for an actual three-course meal in a tin. Brilliant. So you, who's the other guy that you're with at the moment? Uh, Graham. So you and Graham driving back from work, you've, you've worked this out amongst yourselves, the you've perfect three-course can uh, meal. That's it. Well, we're going to stick with your soup for a starter. Brilliant. Yes. Yep. And then you've got a fried bentos pie. <laughs> Any particular flavour? Because they do quite a few flavours now. 
Oh, well, it's got to be the one with the suet top, isn't it? The, the steak and ale, I think. <laughs> suet top. And I'm looking forward oh, yeah. to dessert. Uh, there we go. Well, we're not quite finished yet. We've got a tin of peas and tin new potatoes. So well. that's tin sides, then? This is unbelievable, this. Oh, yeah, you've got it, yeah. And um, dessert? Dessert has got to be sticky toffee pudding and... Um, uh, Devon Custard. Fantastic. This is almost in many ways like a post-apocalyptic dinner in that it could it could last in the bunker for years and years. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Exciting times in my family. So I've got two younger brothers, uh, one of which uh, lives in Reading, the other in Miami. Ooh. And uh, he's not been over for about four years now, obvious reasons, uh, but he's uh, coming over in a couple of weeks' time. We were discussing this last night on the phone and uh, one of the things he said to me ahead of his uh, visit in a fortnight's time is if I could start uh, scouring the pubs of London and the home counties for scampy fries. Is he all right? Is he okay? <laughs> He's fine. It's actually, it actually shows he hasn't changed. Uh, here's the rub. He, he loves scampy fries and he misses them so much over in the States. Right. So when he gets to come over here, what he will do is he will go into pubs and if he sees that they've got scampy fries, you know, up on the board, you know, that you, you pick off as you buy them and all that kind of stuff, because they don't have them in the States, he will ask the landlord if he could buy the entire board of scampy fries. Tell him that they don't have pictures of Linda Lasardi and Sam Fox in the background anymore now. <laughs> and it's all of that stuff's on the internet. He just loves the scampy fries. So I've been under order to, if I see any as I'm, as I'm in pubs, yeah. to buy up as many scampy fries. So when he goes back at the end of his visit in a fortnight's time, he can take back suitcases laced with scampy fries. The other thing he is going to take back, he wants to go into the supermarkets. You know, you kind of think if you've been away for this amount of time, you want to spend time seeing people, seeing loved ones, doing a bit of touristy stuff. No, he wants to do supermarkets uh, for multi-buys of Old El Paso Spice Mix. (laughs) (laughs) So... Is he, again, is he all right? He's fine, honestly, he's fine. He hasn't changed. This is the great thing about it. But I love this whole thing about where you you can live in an amazing place like Miami, but miss specific parts of home yeah. and get them sent out to you. You might be the uh, other way around. You, you you might be an expat from somewhere else, but there's a part of, of, of where you used to be that you get a family to send over to you here. Well, our old traffic guy, Sam, back in Bristol, when I worked at a radio station in Bristol, he would spend a, a ridiculous amount of money uh, getting... A ser- an American cereal called Lucky Charms yeah. I- imported, and these things are just awful. Like, like not you know, like really, like really sweety and all that kind of stuff. But he spent like fifteen quid a box getting them sent over, so he could have a really expensive <laughs> breakfast. But uh, fair play, that was an import for him. I guess it's importing and it's exporting, but not for resale. It's just for your own personal enjoyment because you love it and miss it so much. So if this is something that you do, if you import or you export for family, for loved ones, for yourself, what is it and who for? Tell us about it. Uh, Ro is uh, hanging on. What is it that your family do? Yeah, so it's uh, basically my my wife's family are from Barbados and we go out there quite a lot and it's flying fish, which is their, their sort of home dish, if you like. And you can't get it over here in this country. So whenever people go out there or we go out there, we bring it back frozen. Do you know what? Um, I think I've seen you on Nothing to Declare Australia. You're getting your bags searched. <laughs> How do you bring it back frozen? Surely that's going to be defrosting. You've got a very, very smelly suitcase. I wonder where you're going with that for a second. Yeah, No, they've been doing it for years, so I think they just wrap it in loads and loads of newspaper and bags and things like that, and it does still survive and comes back frozen. Cause it's, I think it's because it's in the hold of the plane where it's quite cold. 
as well. But like, but you must, they must look through that. I mean, you know what it's like when you, you, you see your suitcase go and get scanned? <laughs> you must be thinking, oh, man, I'm going to have to explain this if they see it. Yeah, I've always worried about it. But, yeah, it's never really happened, and I'm pretty sure they're legally allowed to do it. Well, so. that's this next level, and it beats the scampy fries, that's for sure. It really, do you know what? I had my, I had my flipping uh, uh, bike screw thing, right, for fixing my bicycle taken off me in an airport. Matey boy is transporting flying fish, <laughs> and there's never even batted an eyelid. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you ever get to try it, it is lovely. It's really nice. Cheers, Ro. Thanks for sharing. Cheers. Uh, so many of you really trying to help, and I really appreciate it, saying, hey, look, Amazon or Costco or Macro, they all do them. You can buy them on the boards. I, I did say this to him, but he said for him, part of the fun is knowing that he has depleted a pub of their scampi fries. Terrible human being. He, 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 <laughs> he's, he's a Firth, he's a brother. Why would you do that? He says he wants to scavenge for the scampi fries in their natural habitat. Outrageous. That guy's outrageous, isn't he? <laughs> Some brilliant stuff coming in there. Catherine says, My son and daughter live in Wales. I have to send her Jerry Howarth's potted meat and George Stafford oat cakes. My son gets Rington's tea and Henderson's relish. They both want birds, bread. Cheers, Catherine. If you like something, you like something. Wowee. Uh, Catherine, what are your lot doing? Well, uh, my sister's lived in North Carolina for the last 10 years and she has a very strange request that is um, frothy cappuccino sachets, even though she goes to Starbucks every day very strange. So, talk us through that again. <laughs> Coffee, cappuccino, sachets from over here. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, so, the little rubbish, frothy cappuccino sachets, you just add water and stir them and they're awful. Oh, right. So, if you're sitting in a, in a bed and breakfast and they might have a yeah. little collection of cups That's and some right. stuff. Yep. But like you say, so North Carolina is a location. You're, you're over there, you know, the Americans love their coffee. They they pride themselves on their yeah. coffee houses. You think about friends and all that. That's amazing that she's getting the sachet yeah. sent. What, what, adds, what adds insult to injury is that um, my other sister and I run a coffee shop here, so we are really judging her. Wow, so you, you've got your own <laughs> top-end coffee, and then this one here is, yeah. is wanting, like, the absolute <laughs> low-end stuff. Yeah, yeah, she has no standards. Wowee. And that's a barista saying that. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Thanks to 10 Weeks of Tickets, we are giving you the chance to go to see the likes of Kasabian, Blossoms, Cortinas and the Manics at the Neighbourhood Weekender, an awesome little festival. All you need to do to take part in our game uh, is to play Who Claims Wins? On the line, hoping to win some tickets. Online one, we have Chris. Chris, where are you right now? I'm in Church Gresley. OK, has it been hot there today? It's been lovely, yeah, 22 degrees, 23 degrees. Wow. Have you been out in the pool today, Chris? Uh, no, sadly not. But I am heading off to Spain in the morning to uh, have a holiday with my uh, girlfriend, Caroline, and uh, to go and see the Spanish Grand Prix at the weekend. Oh, oh my wow. word. You wouldn't be able to get Richie's brother some uh, scampi fries when you're over in the pub, <laughs> sir, would you? I'll have, a, I'll have a try. Good lad. Fill the suitcase with it. On the <laughs> other line, it's Kirsty. Is it hot where you are today, Kirsty? Yeah, it's 26 degrees in Scunthorpe. 26 Whoa. degrees, Scunthorpe. That is unbelievable. It's like Barbados. <laughs> Scorching. You're not off to watch Grand Prix at the weekend, are you, Kirsty? No, maybe on TV. <laughs> what, what are you going to do at the weekend? Have you got any plans? Um, I don't know if I have, actually. 
him, have I? Look no, at us on Tuesday at asking about people's weekends. That's a good point. That is that is bad of us to be <laughs> to be planning that ahead early. But we're, hopefully, we should make some live music plans for you if you do all right right now. Here we go. Uh, right, friends. Here we go. Uh, these are the rules. We will give you a random topic that has many possible answers. Chris, you will have to say how many answers you think that you could give in thirty seconds. Kirsty, you'll then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Chris. Whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that and if they manage it they win the tickets if they don't they lose the tickets to the other player let's play who claims wins right then chris first up here's looking at you how many pixar films released between 95 and 2018 can you name in 30 seconds give us a number how many do you reckon between when sorry 95 and 2018 I am, oh, goodness me. Uh, Give us a number. Three. Three, three for Chris. Kirsty, do you think you can name more or do you want to challenge Chris to do his three? I'm going to risk and say I can think I think more. I can think of more. Give us a number. Um, I'll do six. Going to do Whoa. six. Uh, Chris, do you want to do more than six or challenge Kirsty to do her six? Oh, uh... Come on, Chris. Come on, I'll, I'll, I'll challenge it. All right, Kirsty, 30 seconds to do your six. Your time starts now. Okay, um, Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2, um, Wally, Monsters Inc., um, Monsters University, Inside Out, um, um, Ratatouille. Uh, find it in email. How many is that? Um, Keep going. Um, uh, eight. You did eight. You only needed six. Well done. <laughs> what about that? That's fantastic. And I love how your voice was getting higher and higher as you kept naming them. It was brilliant. <laughs> Thinking, have I done it? Have I done it? Have I done it? Find an email. <laughs> well done. You are off to the neighbourhood weekend. Well done. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Good on you. We told you you'd come up with some plans by the end of this conversation. Well done to you. Uh, unlucky Chris fella. No worries, fella. Sorry, I thought I'd said I could do more than six, but I must have misunderstood the question. Oh, well, well it's, that's just how it is, my friend. You're going to Spain tomorrow. That's the main thing. I know. I know, yeah. Good lads. Yeah. OK. Well, that, that ends on a slightly sour note. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We love this man, and it's great to have him back on the show. It's Joe Lysett, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's nice. What a nice intro. It's Hello, lovely everyone. to have you here. You're so regular now, Joe, as a guest here. Yeah. Um, as clockwork. I want to offer you... Uh, <gasps> it's like a bit of a timeshare, right? Oh. OK, so um, here at Absolute Radio, uh, Bush and myself, uh, we are given lockable boxes... To keep stuff in. You're for a real this treat a, tonight. Is this a hostage situation? <laughs> no, 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 it's not. No. So this is my lockable box. Yeah. And oh, being look, that you are, a picture of you. yeah, picture of me. That's it's a nice off. picture of you, isn't it? Yeah. Handsome there. It's old. What are you saying, Joe? <laughs> I've piled some on. Oh, but, we've all piled some on. But there's room in here if you want to keep some Joe Lysett stuff because oh. you're in so often. So. Right, hang on. Let's have a look in this. You've got a you've got a whole binder for hair gel. There is what? <laughs> it's very strange, isn't it? He's got a section dedicated to hair gel. That's the only section. You're not using these. These are like the what like you call I said, these are sec- section dividers. dividers. What would you keep in the Joe Lysett? Do you mind Lysett? if I go through I this? I don't mind. What would you, you know? keep in the Joe Lysett lockable box if you were here? 
just loads of um, tic tacs, probably. <laughs> you, you always turn up with a bum bag attached to you and a diagonal. Mm. Like yes, you want to go through that? Well, you look like you're, <laughs> it would be fair, wouldn't it? It's like you're dealing. <laughs> what, is he, what have you got in there? Some What's in that bum there bag? Got some ca- <laughs> <laughs> Can't use any of this coming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got, um, I've got. What's this? This is a honey lip balm. Oh, right. now that sounds good. This is a. a, a Do you know what lip balm is in German? Go on, tell us. Liebenpfleger. <laughs> um, this is a Malin and Gertz leather perfume, which is my signature scent, and it's is it? very nice. Thank if you've just joined us, we're doing an inventory of Joe Lysett's uh, kit that he's got with him. Um, <laughs> I've got uh, my keys, which I've got quite a few keys on this, different things. You live in a warehouse? Got my, <laughs> <he's> got <it. laughs> my gold nail varnish, my AirPods, and then I've got my old mobile phone. I've got my burner phone, oh. I've got my, my current mobile phone, and oh my, words. my wallet, and What's my it? asthma inhaler, because I've got delicate lungs. What? Uh, tell us about your burner phone. What's going on there? What, that that burner phone was actually, I use it, it's the name of the person who is on that phone is a, a man called Ken Roberts. So right. if you get a call from him, this is Ken Roberts. <laughs> is that your pseudonym or something? It's a pseudonym. He's an American New York uh, gay guy in his sort of late six, mid to late 60s, I'd say. OK. And he lives in New York and he sort of helps run sort of um, pride events. <laughs> and actually, I had a phone call from the police on that number asking to speak to Ken. OK. Wow. <laughs> I think Joe might be on the run. I'm going to move my lockable box because I don't know what he's going to put in it and it could incriminate me. Don't let him anywhere near it. Tell us the name of this talk. Is it a good name? More, more, more. How do you lice it? How do you lice it? Now, do comedians, are they feel under a lot of pressure at the moment to come up with a pun uh, on the name? Yeah. Like, what if your name was like uh, Gary Puck or something? Do you know what I mean? You're stuck with what's a well, pun around there. Do you know what I mean? Good, good fun with that. Can, can you, can you go out? Non-broadcastable <laughs> fun with that. But can you go out there with just a non-pun-based name as yeah, a comedian? People do, yeah, lots of people do. But for me, the reason I started it is because when I wrote the title, I wouldn't know what the show was about. I hadn't written it by that point. And the shows often aren't about anything. My early shows were just sort of a series of jokes and routines. So it's just a way of giving it a sort of a, a mildly amusing title rather than just like my story or whatever. <laughs> whatever nonsense, That's yeah. fair enough. That's Down fair. on your puck. Downing a puck that with, with Gary. Very nice. You've That's been thinking what, about that for a while. I, would, I didn't listen to your answer. Did that come out of the box as well? <laughs> <laughs> but like with, with with the touring and writing tours, um, and and the stuff that you do with yep. um, with with Got Your Back and all that mm. kind of thing. Are you a planner? You you surely have to be because none of this kind of stuff and the the tour, yeah. but got you back so different. Yeah. But none of that kind of stuff comes together if you're not. No, a I great like planner. I love a long game. Yeah, I really like a long game. Long game. Um, yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a great planner, but actually, yeah, I do. And I'm very good if I put something in the diary. It takes a lot for me to take it out. You know, like I'm, I, I sort of stand, stick by my word. If I say I'm going to be somewhere, I'll do it. And I'm trying to get better at saying like, no, I won't do that because I don't. Want to, yeah. <laughs> want to do it and then and sort of being a bit more creating better boundaries for myself because I am um, I, I think it's important if you said you're going to be somewhere you have to have a good enough reason to not be there uh, and then I saw I uh, saw in your tweets Joe that you, you have you got into gardening you, are you have you got a bit of an interest yes. in gardening tell us about that do you garden I've never gardened before I've killed a lot of house plants over the years yeah like a massacre they're so like um peace lilies are such divas because <laughs> if you if you don't water it it just droops like that like oh God. And <laughs> 
literally you just give it a pint of water and then suddenly it's like, I'm back! <laughs> it's so, and it's as quick as, like, within a few hours. And then there's stuff that goes like, oh, you've given me too much, so I decided to die. Um, they're, they're so over the top, aren't they? Have um, you grown stuff that you can eat at home? Yeah. You're self-sustainable now at uh, 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 Lysa Towers? self-sustainable, yes. Um, no, no, um, I... I Mixed results. Who's looking after Lysit Lysit Towers? Who's looking after the garden? Who's looking after the sweet corn, the tomato? Touring's obviously hard been away from home. Yeah. Uh, Wendy, her name is. (laughs) is, uh, I wasn't expecting an actual answer. She does two hours every couple of weeks and she helps out in the garden. (laughs) Uh, She's very good, actually, very good. uh, Shout out to Wendy. Um, Yeah, I... Do you miss being away from home? I love my home and I'm very... Because lockdown, we all just spent loads of time in it, so I kind of nested and got it... You know, gradually started. That's why I was surprised. Like I don't mean it's in a bad way. Why I was surprised about your your gardening expertise? Because I imagine Lysett Towers to be maybe a rooftop garden mm. in, in Brick Lane, yeah, that kind of thing, very yeah. trendy. But it sounds like you have like a proper normal house with like a garden and that. Yeah. No, I live in Birmingham, um, and there is no rooftop terrace. That would be that would be nice. If you got on the roof, it looked like a protest. It, <laughs> it would look like a breakdown. <laughs> when you are away. Would it also be Wendy, for example, that would be collecting any Amazon orders? I always think that you can tell a lot about a person mm. by their last Amazon order. Ooh. I've had an alert come up on my phone whilst we're interviewing <gasps> saying that only a few stops away is my DeLonghi water filter. Oh, um, wow. What a, what a day oh. this is going to be. Okay. <laughs> like I'll say, the other half, you can tell a lot about a person in the most recent order. What would Joe Lysett's most recent Amazon order be that Wendy is having to pick up for you? Wendy doesn't do that, by the way. Okay, well, that's so I have a, um Wendy has her boundaries. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Boundaries are good in life. Very much a garden based. Um, uh, three things were delivered yesterday. Oh, what a selection. Uh, some rope. <laughs> oh my word. You don't have to give us the context. It's like Game of Cluedo, this. Um, some a fellow way, which was recommended to me, which is um, to, to relax a cat. Do you have a cat? <laughs> It'd be weird if I didn't. <laughs> 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 why would you want to quickly, you want to quickly some, relax a cat? Some rope and <laughs> some cat. <laughs> this third item is key, Joe. It could go either way, this. Some solar-powered garden lights. Oh, Great. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. The rope is because I bought a uh, hammock for the mm-hmm. garden and the hammock only just came as the hammock and actually I need a rope to get it onto... Yep. Um, I'm going to put it under the pergola. The lights under the pergola have gone for some right. reason. I can't get them to work, so Sound I've got to get lights. some new ones. Quite the story, and then, Joe. And then the fell away is because Winston, my cat, I think is a bit stressed because he gets sad that I'm away. Yeah. And there's been a rival cat coming in. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> it's getting emotional. Isn't it? We're getting right into So I put set up this little camera so I can watch Winston have his dinner and I've got an automatic cat feeder, which, like... So you watch him when you're on tour, you can see yeah, what he's and doing. and I can speak to him and say hello. Love it. And I discovered this rival cat was coming into the house. And <laughs> oh. um, and it's got, like, a, it's a very beautiful cat. It's got this little neck collar with, like, bells on it. And I heard the bells in the house the other day. <laughs> and so I sprinted downstairs to get this cat. And actually, I'll show you a picture. And he, he ran outside and uh, jumped onto a neighbour's fence and I got a picture of him on the neighbour's... Uh, on a neighbour's shed, sorry. And he went onto the neighbour's shed and he licked... His lips. Oh. <laughs> Look at his face. That's the face of a criminal who's just got away with it, isn't he? Yeah. Look how thrilled he is with that. That is unbelievable. Amazing. Well, listen, it's always lovely to have you on. Uh, we're going to say goodbye to you now, Joe, but we've just got to let the audience into what normally happens, because we've had you on the show a few times. Yes. Isn't he lovely? He normally sticks around. You're always a, n- a nice person, because you'll, you'll stick around for a little bit and you have a bit of a chat. Mm. And then you just kind of go, 
all right, see you later. And you just kind of wander off with like a carrier bag. And I always think to myself, where does he go? What does he do? <laughs> Would you go to the arcades or down the old arcade? What do you do with yourself? <laughs> I did go to the arcade in Saltburn when I was on tour and I went on one of those two penny machines. God, great fun. I could see how addictive that. I was like in there like getting really low and I'm going to get that sticker out. Um, uh, I'm today I'm going back to Birmingham to go to my garden. Well, we're glad you've got a good evening ahead. Uh, what are you doing? Don't going to go through this. your box. Well, I've got, yeah, got a, a box order ahead and there's, there's room. It's always there for you, Joe. It's all we're going to say. The box is always there. I'm going to buy loads of rope. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the night, just put it in there. <laughs> that's, that's what he's into. Joe Lyser, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I love it coming on this show. You're so lovely. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. I'm blue. Stop it. We have to stop this now. We promised there would be a second rendition, and that obviously was one. It wasn't just a repeat. They're taking the mickey out of us now with this. Right, you've had your fill. 90s dance. Good ones, please.